everybody, welcome back to We Are the Batman. I'm Mike. And this is Matthew. And today we're doing another comic book review. This one is about the graphic novel Batman Arkham Asylum, which was recommended to me by Matt. Uh, which uh, I have read and we're going to talk about now. Um, before we get into my thoughts, since, since it was recommended by you, uh, let's let's like what are your what are your thoughts? What's your what's your background with this comic book? Uh, I actually read this comic when it was first released, and I remember it's kind of funny. The first time I read it, I hated it um, because I thought there was going to be a lot more psychological into who Batman was. And it, I felt like originally I was like, it's not delivering. I don't understand. And it wasn't until like two or three years later, I reread it because I bought the graphic novel. There was, it was, this, this was one of those rare things where it was not episodic. You just bought the graphic novel. And I think like two or three years go by and I read it again. And I'm like, ah, okay. Now I'm there. Now I'm getting, and I don't know if I was just too young when I first read it. And every time I've read it, I've picked up something more and more every single time. Um, but it's also one of those weird ones where you get more out of it if you read everything. And like, because there's a little like intros of each character. If you read those, that stuff reflects in the story. Um, and and I just thought like the more I've read it, the more I've gotten out of it and the more I've enjoyed it. And I think it is definitely one of those that now that the video game came out and you go, Hey, have you read Arkham? Like, yeah, I read that comic. Like, no, <laughs> not the video game comics, the graphic novel from the nineties. Uh, I really feel like it's one of those random things like the cult where it's just kind of disappeared in time and nobody talks about it anymore. Yeah. Cause I remember hearing about this comic when the game first came out and they were like, Oh, it's, it's, you know, loosely or roughly based on, on the, the graphic novel and never got around to reading it um and uh you uh you recommend it to me and i've i've read it three times now since uh i got it <laughs> um just to really wanted to read it and absorb it and it's funny that you said how the first time you read it you hated it because i've read it three times and i still hate it <laughs> i i still hate it i i, I even read i even read it again like the third time i read it was today i read it this morning just before because i knew we were doing this and uh um, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Uh, I, I love Grant Morrison. I want to be really clear. I love Grant Morrison. Um, there is just this, this, this book takes so many swings and for me, none of them really land. Um, I think it's a lot of, I think it's a lot of interesting ideas, none of which really seem to go anywhere. It's a weird thing because it's also one of those, this is, I think, a time capsule. There's a lot of things that are done here that affect the characters afterwards in the in the comics and the stories that now when you read it, you're kind of like, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, of course that. Or, um, but it is also, it's just a weird demented storyline that really isn't about Batman. It's not, it's not really about anything. I even have a hard time calling this a, a storyline because stories have a beginning, middle and end. There's a rising and falling action. There's a, there's a plot and a theme and there's really none of that here. It's, it's kind of a mess. Like I, I do not care for the art at all. I, <laughs> I think the art is 
the artwork just comes across as ridiculously i mean the book in general does but the art especially comes across as really pretentious um like this was someone trying to be this was someone going from being an artist to trying to be an artiste um and i i didn't i didn't love it the way that they it was also just really hard to read because it took me forever to read what joker was saying yes the 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 weird stylized dialogue they did with him was really hard to read i didn't know what he was saying half the time i had to go back and reread it um and then also just the writing itself was just bad like like the the things batman and joker say like the actual words are just dumb half the time <laughs> like they're dumb and li like literally the first time we see batman he's going to uh the bat signal to meet with commissioner gordon and i swear to god batman says what's up yes that has always <laughs> been the weirdest thing to me because i can remember when i read because you know it's kind of you know not trying to play the age game per se but like yeah what's up was not what it is now even now it's not exactly but like, what's up? You did like that was kids said that. So when <laughs> Batman shows up, it's like, what's up? And I'm just like, like, did they slap five first? Like, it was really kind of yeah. weird. Did you give him a head nod and say uh, the, the the head nod and say sup, homie? Like, like yeah. what? I, I not only, but just like, and also the way Joker was talking to Batman, he keeps calling him babe and sweetheart and honey, and at one point just grabs his ass. Yeah, I was like, what? who wrote this <laughs> I, know, I know it says grant morrison but i'm like no seriously who wrote this this feels like a 12 year old wrote this it's, like a 12 year old edgelord wrote this it's a it's a weird story in that like i like it but i, I i'm not going to defend the flaws that you're pointing out like it does have some weird moments but i think that the the overall kind of oddity of dropping batman into arkham and him fighting his way out and then realizing like, yeah, it was for nothing. Like nothing. The thing that did change, he doesn't know. Yeah. But, but like even to say that he has to fight his way out is kind of disingenuous because like he fights Croc once. I think it's Croc. I don't know. It's hard to tell with this artwork. Um, <laughs> but he, I guess, fights Croc. And that's the only fight he has. Like at one point he goes up against, I forget who it is, but they're in a wheelchair. That's and he uh, just Maxi Zeus. No, it wasn't Zeus. It was somebody else. It was like doctor something. Um, but he just pushes the wheelchair down the stairs and walks away. Like that's it. Um, they keep name dropping Clayface left and right. He's never, he never shows up. And then at one point, Mad Hatter's just there and recites a poem. And, and Bat it's like Batman is just walking around just going, man, this place is weird. This is, yeah. place, place is weird. You know what? I'm just going to leave because he just because he just, he just leaves. He just walks yeah. out. Um, well, he gets out and then he goes back in. Yeah. He jumps out the window, gets out, then goes back in because he thinks he has to save the girl. Which and then you get into into a moment that I don't understand at all, which is she just straight up mercs this guy like in front of him and Batman just goes, eh, it needed to be done. Yeah. He got what he deserved. Yeah. What? 
That's that's what they did in Justice League, the animated series, when it was the alternate universe Batman that was okay with killing. Like that was what he said when Superman murked Lex Luthor. Um, Batman sits there because he in, in the, on the same page he goes, "No, don't do it." Ah, it needed to happen. <laughs> like it, 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 and then he just walks out of the asylum. He just walks out, and Joker's like, "Okay, I'll come back now." You hear? Uh, he, he tells him like, oh, you've got one hour and then we're all coming after you. And then is like, eh, you know what? We'll pretend it's an hour. Everybody go after him. Well, nothing happens. Yeah. Three people went after him. <laughs> and, and honestly, only one of them actually did anything. Other yeah. than that, n- at one point we see Scarecrow like walking around, dragging his pitchfork. Never see him again. It's never mentioned again. It just, it, I, I don't, under this was such a pointless i know you said that like grand scheme of things after this has repercussions sure but as a standalone book i hate this it's (laughs) nothing happens nothing the okay so we get so we also get some like like backstory flashback stuff with amadeus arkham that was more interesting than anything else happening with Batman in this comic. That should have yes. just been just that the comic. It should have just been the Amadeus Arkham stuff. That was interesting. Things happened in that story. Nothing else happens with Batman. Nothing happens with Batman in the story at all. Yeah, it. it I, I like. I like it, but again, like, yeah, you're right. There's some of it where you just like, like, okay, I, I, I guess that's how that would work. You know, there's. Like the the one that always sticks out to me, there's two moments in this thing that stick out to me a lot. And it, the one is when Batman pushes the, the glass through his hand. Yeah, what was that about? Uh that is I, I've I've wondered about that for years and then realized like that is because what it harkens back to, because I saw it differently, is Blade Runner there's a moment in Blade Runner where Roy Batty shoves a nail through his hand. And right. It's my kind of weird takeaway or understanding of it is like, if you feel like you're not right in the head and something you're like losing focus and everything, you just give yourself intense pain and it helps you refocus back to what you're supposed to be doing. So because he's kind of not sure what's happening, his, his psyche has been, quote unquote broken he shoves the glass through his hand so that he can refocus i i guess i I get where that's coming from but it happens so early like before anything's really happened that it doesn't quite make sense it's it's a there's a i think there needed to be two more moments where you see the psychiatrist breaking him yeah. For it to to have more weight because it like he plays the word association game with her and then that's it. Suddenly he's broken, which also came out of nowhere. Yeah, because at first it's just her showing him what they've been doing to Harvey Dent, which is nothing short of psychological torture. And then <laughs> and then it cuts away to a flashback and it cuts back and they're doing word association. I was like, wait, I, I had to flip back. I was like, did I miss a page or something like how did we get here? And then it's just over. It's over as soon as as quickly as it starts. Yeah. And it's, this is where I would love to see this acted. It It's, it's hard to pull this kind of stuff off 
on the page, especially when you have weird art. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. You know what? You know what? You know what? A lot of this reminds me of. A lot of this reminds me of like if this had been a fan film someone made on YouTube, like just a, a like a proof of concept, um, obscure uh, autorist um kind of like let me just do this little short indie film with batman going through the asylum and seeing some weird acid drippy shit that's what it felt like to me it didn't feel like a cohesive and and coming from someone like grant morrison also like man i expect better i expect better from grant morrison man um Well, well and this also comes from a time when there's a lot of these weird like people are experimenting with art because this is the first time if memory serves that somebody painted a comic book that way. And I don't mean like in that style. I mean, just painted a comic like this is before Alex Ross hits this hits the scene. So nobody had done that before because there was like three or four different, there was one where it was like a compute, like the first computer generated comic Mm -hmm. where they did all the, you know, everything is, was done in a computer and it's weird as hell too. Um, It's like a future Batman. I can't remember what that was called. So I think that there's like a weird experimental thing to this that they're hoping that what you're saying, that um, auteur kind of how am I going to interpret this is going to come about. But you are having all the reactions I had the first time I read it. And you know know why it bums me out so much is because um, one of my favorite JLA runs was written by Grant Morrison, and that's that's the New World Order which was his run in 97, um, yeah, which is, is like one of my almost 10 years after this. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it, but it's just one of those. It's like, man, like JLA new world order is, is so good. It's such a good run dealing with like the Martians coming down and, mm-hmm. and, and that, that whole, like, you know, addressing the idea of like, does the justice league actually work or, you know, like the idea of giving everybody what they want, you know, rather than what they what what's what they need. Um, it's such a good run. His run on Hellblazer was fantastic. Um, it's just yeah, it's 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 Grant Morrison. I mean, this guy's won so many freaking awards for comic book writing. It's ridiculous. And so I think that's why I'm just I'm just kind of like, man, I mm, he's done better. Yeah, he has done so much better. It's it's early on Grant Morrison. That's for sure. Yeah. But like, because because like his, um, yeah, it, like you can you can definitely tell you can definitely tell this is early on. He hadn't quite figured out what he wanted to do yet because like his his run with like when he did um, in two thousand I think it was two thousand and two thousand seven two thousand eight he does the resurrection of Ra's al Ghul, yeah, which is a run on Batman, um, which is which is fantastic. Um, he did the Batman RIP run, which I think was 2010, um, 2009, 2010. I'm always off by a year. Um, and he, but yeah, it, it's just, so yeah, I think that's part of why, cause I'm coming to this a out of order and B many years removed, but just a lot of what I'm, I'm just, I'm not picking up what they're putting down. And, uh, yeah, it, it's it's and but that, and it's so crazy to me that they're saying that this was the inspiration for the Arkham Asylum video game because while I can for sure draw parallels in terms of like the broad stroke story of everything, it is a it's 
definitely like when I say when they say it's loosely based, like emphasis on the loosely. <laughs> yeah, it's the name. It's that he goes into Arkham. Yeah. That's about it. That's pretty. There's like I said, there's there's very subtle, broad stroke lines you can draw. But for the most part, they have nothing to do with each other. Yeah. See, now I need to come. We need to revisit this a year from now. If you actually read it again and see. (laughs) We'll see. I mean, I'm always down for giving something a second chance or in my case, like a fourth or fifth chance. But uh, (laughs) yeah, we'll see. Because it it took me about a. I mean, look, like full disclosure, um, you know, it took me a full year to, to, to understand Scott Pilgrim versus the world. So. You know, we'll see. But the comic yeah, as, or the movie? Uh, yes. Uh, so okay. as as it stands, <laughs> the movie, the comic book. Once I read the comic, I got the movie. Um, but uh, as it stands, yeah, Batman Arkham Asylum. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I've read. I've read worse. Don't get me wrong. I've read worse. I have read better. This is definitely leaning towards the bottom of the barrel for me in terms of like just not enjoying it but yeah it, it, it is what it is well everybody let us know what you think have you read arkham asylum do you like it do you think it's good do you think it's bad is the art way weird are you more along me of like read it 80 times and maybe it'll it'll hit you or are you more like mike you're like screw this i'm not going back again <laughs> 80th times a charm i guess let us know but yeah let us know on twitter you can find me on twitter at mr mike shea And you can find me at Mr. J Ninja. And until next time, guys, we'll be back with another episode. Same bad time, same bad podcast channel. Check you next time. Later.